it's nice to see a sci-fi movie where the AI is not like subvertly evil or something. It's just a human story about right, the technology right? and how people. And, yeah, so no one's it was blowing nice to see each other that. off. Yeah, <laughs> a nice story about humans that just have mixed emotions about robots. Exactly. You know, that's that, that's a perfect description. <laughs> uh, can you tell me a little bit about the casting process for this film? Um. Well, I. You know, I had originally seen the casting breakdown for the role, and I just thought to myself two things. I said, okay, I've never done sci-fi before, and that to me just is, like, you know, fascinating in itself. And two, I've never been a robot. So even if I was to be in a sci-fi film, I just – I was never that kind of character. So I just was intrigued by both, and I just felt like, you know, out of the characters that are in the film – Sophia was more dominating, and I felt like, you know, she was sexy, but not overly sexy. Um, so I just was immediately drawn to that. She seems to have uh, a more wor- uh, more um, warmth than uh, the other. Well, we really only get to see one and maybe, like, some shots of another one, but she, she definitely does stand out. And um, how hard was that to uh, to convey something that's, real to the point of looking real, but not real? Uh, It was hard, I'm going to say, because, you know, as an actor, you think you just have to put emotion into your role. You have to, you know, be somebody that is human. And for me, to not act robotic, because that's not what Princeton wanted for this film. He didn't want us acting like robots. Mm-hmm. I thought in the most humanly way to portray a robot, I was just to be monotone. And I was just feeding off of um, David Vaughn, who plays Michael. I just was feeding off of his character. So I felt that there was sort of like a side love story between the two. And I, I guess if I if that monotone way of acting came across as correct, then I'm happy with that because it, it, it was hard to not have any emotion as he's going through his crisis in the film. So, yeah, it, it was definitely a little backwards, I guess. Uh, you can definitely tell that uh, when you see the interactions uh, with David Vaughn's character and his wife, you can see the huge tonal shift because I believe your character is exactly what he needed exactly at that time of his life. And... Um, how much time did you two get to spend together to to hammer down how their interactions would work together? Did you spend a lot of time uh, with this with the script together, or was it just uh, separately and everything just came together just perfectly? Um, well, I mean, we were separate because I believe he was living on the West Coast at the time, and mm-hmm. I'm living on the East Coast. Uh, we did FaceTime. We did rehearse. Um, we did get to know each other before because I just think for those scenes, you kind of have to know somebody before you just. Yeah. <laughs> <right into it. laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean, but as for like a formal meeting, we did not actually meet each other until the first day of, um, I believe our first scene was in a, in a restaurant setting um, mm-hmm. with Jace and the other robot. And they're actually having, um, she played Diana they were actually having cross conversation and I was, me and Jonathan were just sitting there playing robots. So yeah, I mean, our, our love making scenes, our sex scenes 
weren't until I believe a few days later. But yeah, I mean, no interaction actually until we were on set, like physically. Uh, if if you were to have the chance to have that that perfect, I'm not really sure what. Well, they were called E. Uh, what was the what was the proper name for the robots in the film? Um, I don't know if there's a proper e- name. I guess it's whatever is allowed to be said. Um, they've been called E-mates. E-mates, um, that's it. E-mates, androids, sex bots. Um, I think sex bots is a little bit more um, catchy. Yeah. <laughs> It'll definitely get more attention. <laughs> you know, somebody might say an E-mate. Like, what? what is that? Like, you know, is that some sort of, like, internet kind of love? But um, I think sex bots definitely gets more attention, and it gets the point across quicker, I guess. <laughs> So I'm I'm cool with it all. <laughs> um, if if you were if this technology were to come to pass, uh, would would an e-mate be something that would interest you, uh, or do you think that humans really need another human to 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 have love or to have those feelings reciprocated? Oh, you know, I, that's a hard one because I think everybody's different. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody finds happiness in their own ways. And, you know, I, I mean, I do, there is actually a Sophia robot out there. I mean, I mean, to me personally, I, I'm, I'm good with human interaction, <laughs> but you, you never know. I mean, I guess that's the whole point of the film. You have to open up your mind and whether, you know, it's experimental or not, or maybe it is the wave of the future, you know, if, if that's what could make somebody happy, I mean, what works for one doesn't work for another, but it doesn't mean that you can't open your mind to it. Uh, now that you've had your first taste of uh, sci-fi, uh, do, you, do you see yourself pursuing that genre more as an actor? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Um, but like we mentioned in the beginning, it's not your typical sci-fi mm-hmm. movie. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely like to explore more into that. But this was, yeah, this was fun. This is definitely something I would love to do again. You know, I mean, they could make a sequel. That would be great. <laughs> it, it does leave a lot open. You never really it does, know. Right? <laughs> it's it's sort of melancholy since you have two. Uh, you essentially have two stories that kind of intermingle with one another, and you don't really know if everyone's fine at the end of it. Cause it seems kind of maybe they'll be all right. You, it, it makes you think. <laughs> like what if? Um, as far as uh, as you as an actor, how did you get into acting? Um, well, I, I hate to sound like that typical story, but, you know, I just, I grew up doing it. I've always loved acting. Um, I started when I was nine and it just kind of progressed from there. And, you know, I feel like it's the type of field that you can go at your own pace with. So I've dipped in and out of it throughout the years. Um, but it's something I've always stuck with and it's something I'm always going to do. And, uh, what, what do you have coming up next? Um, I'm actually working on a TV series called Little Cupid. It's um, starring Cody Calafiore and Allison Mullaney. And she plays my daughter, and Cody plays my husband who passed away. And he is from Big Brother, and Allison is from Law and & Order. And it's just it's a, it's a really nice story about my husband who passed away in war, and he comes back from heaven and can only see my daughter. And... He is set up by God to make people fall in love, and I can't see him. So that's what the series is about. So it kind of takes you through this emotional roller coaster of 
is my daughter seeing a ghost or is she crazy? <laughs> uh, so you you will have scenes together, but you just have you just you have to play as in as in you can't see them even though you're right next to each other. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. It's very, very, very interesting. <laughs> that sounds that sounds a little taxing. I mean, how do you how do you keep or when you have to interact and with with the scenery or with props and you have someone right there that you you know is there but you have to pretend is not there. How difficult is that to to pull off? Um, well, you know what? I think physically it's more or less, you know, um, do I how, how do I make this look on TV that I'm not looking at him and he's mm-hmm. right there? You know, um, I, I think if anything, it's just um, intricate moving is difficult. Um, but as far as like acting with somebody right there, I mean, you know, on sets there's there could be dozens of people behind the camera and, mm-hmm. you know, it might feel like you're the only person in the room. So that part isn't too bad. It's just, you know, um, you know, if I move too far to the left, am I going to bump into somebody that's not supposed to be there? <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, when will uh, people be able to see 2050 uh, and where will they be able to see it? Well, right now 2050 is on its theatrical tour. Um, they're hitting the big cities and, if it's not hitting your city, which is listed on the website, we are going to be um, having our LA premiere this weekend. You can demand it through AMC. There's a link on the website that um, throughout this theatrical tour, if we're not hitting your city, you could vote for it, and whoever gets the most votes will come to your city. But after that, it's going to have its run through AMC theaters. 